Hello, my name is Apostle Lula Stockton, and I thank God for the uh, Torah portion 26. Last week, uh, we did not have any Torah portion reading because it was Passover week, Passover and Resurrection week. Now, during that particular time of the Passover and the Resurrection, we have Torah readings for the, um, the Feast of Passover, but that will have to come on another segment. But today, um, we are doing segment um, 26, which is called Shalmenia. Um, and it's, um, that's the Hebrew pronunciation of the word, and it means eighth. Now, the, um, let me spell the word Shalmenia. It's spelled S-H apostrophe M-I-N-I, and it means eighth. And, I, and, and the um, scripture is found in Leviticus, the ninth chapter. I'm starting at the first verse through 11 um, chapter and the 47th verse. I need for you to follow me as I um, read the Torah. The Lord to appear. And it happened on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. And he said to Aaron, take for yourself a young calf for a sin offering and a ram without blemish for a burnt offering and offer them before the Lord. And to the children of Israel, you will speak saying, take for yourself a he goat for a sin offering and a calf and a lamb, both of the first year without blemish for a burnt offering. Also a bull and a ram for peace offerings to sacrifice before the Lord and a grain offering mixed with oil. For today, the Lord will appear to you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. And they brought what Moses commanded before the tent of meeting. And the whole congregation drew near and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, this is the thing that the Lord commanded that you should do. And the glory of the Lord will appear to you. Lord, this is very fitting for what we are coming into right now. Hallelujah. We're coming, uh, we're passing from the Passover to Pentecost. And this is very appropriate um, for what we are um, coming into today. And Moses said to Aaron, go to the altar and offer your sin offering and your burnt offering and make atonement for yourselves and for the people and offer the offering of the people and make atonement for them as the Lord commanded. Aaron therefore went to the altar and slew the calf of the sin offering, which was for himself. And the sons of Aaron brought the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and put it on the horns of the altar and poured out the blood at the bottom of the altar. But the fat, the kidneys, and the lobe above the liver of the sin offering he burnt upon the altar, as the Lord commanded Moses. And the flesh and the hide 
he burnt with fire outside the camp and he slew the burnt offering and Aaron's sons presented the blood to him which he sprinkled all around on the altar. And they presented the burnt offering to him with the pieces of it and the head and he burnt them on the altar and he rushed, washed the inos and the legs and burned them on the burnt offering on the altar. And he brought the people's offering and took the goat, which was the sin offering for the people and slew it and offered it for sin as for the first. And he brought the burnt offering and offered it according to the manner. And he brought the grain offering and took a handful of it and burned it on the altar besides the morning burnt offering. He also slew the bull and the ram for an offering, a peace offering, which was for the people. And Aaron's sons presented the blood to him, which he sprinkled all around on the altar. And the fat of the bull and the ram, the rump, the the ram, the rump, and that which covered the inards, the kin kidneys, and the lobe above the liver, and they put the fat on the breast. And he burnt the fat on the altar. And Aaron waved the breast and the right shoulder for a wave offering before the Lord as Moses commanded. Then Aaron raised his hands towards the people and blessed them and came down from offering the sin offering and the burnt offering and the peace offering. The Lord's appearance. And Moses and Aaron went into the tent of meeting and came out and blessed the people. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people, and a fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. And all the people saw it and they shouted and fell on their faces unauthorized service and Nadab and Abihu the sons of Aaron each of them took his fire pan and put fire in it and put incense on it and offered strange fire before the Lord which he commanded them not to do and the fire went out from the Lord and devoured them and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, this is what the Lord said, saying, I shall be sanctified uh, through those who come near me, and I shall be honored before all the people, and Aaron held his peace. Lord Jesus, there's a lot that I'd like to say about that scripture. And Moses called Mishael, and Elopan, the sons of Aaron's uncle Uriah, and said to them, Come near, carry your brothers out of the camp from in front of the sanctuary. So they went near and carried them in their tunics out of the camp, as Moses had said. And Moses said to Aaron and to Eleazar and to Itamar, his sons, Do not uncover your heads or tear your clothes. 
lest you die and lest wrath come upon all the people but let your sons your brothers the whole house of Israel be well the burning which the Lord has kindled and you will not go out from the door of the tent of meeting lest you die for the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you and they did according to the word of Moses and the Lord spoke to Ammon saying do not drink wine or strong drink you or your sons with you when you go into the tent of meeting lest you die it will be a statue forever throughout your generations so you can put a difference between holy and unholy and between unclean and clean and so you can teach the children of israel all the statutes which the lord has spoken to them by the hand of moses and moses spoke to aaron and to eleazar and itamar his sons that were left take the grain offering that remains of the offering of the lord made by fire and eat it without leaven beside the altar for it is most holy and you will eat it in the holy place because it is your share and your son's share of the offering of the lord made by fire so for so i am commanded and the breast of the wave offering and he lay you will eat in a clean place you your sons your daughters with you so they for they are your share and your son's share given from the offering of offerings of peace offering of the children of israel they will bring the heave leg and the wave breast with the offerings made by fire of the fat to wave it for a wave offering before the lord and it will be yours and your sons with you by a statue forever as the lord has commanded and moses diligently sought the goat of the sin offering and behold it had already been burned and he was angry with eleazar and itamar the sons of aaron who was left alive saying why have you not eaten the sin offering in the holy place seeing it is most holy and god has given it to you to bear the iniquity of the congregation to make atonement for them before the lord behold its blood was not brought in within the holy place you should indeed have eaten it in the holy place as i commanded and aaron said to moses see they have today offered their sin offering and they burnt offering before the lord and such things has befallen me and if i have eaten the sin offering today it would have been accepted in the lord's sight and moses listened and it was well pleasing in his sight clean and unclean animals listed and the lord spoke to moses and and to aaron saying to them speak to the children of israel saying these are the animals which you will eat among all the animals that are on the earth you will eat whatever among the animals 
divides its hoop and its cloven footed and brings up the cup. Nevertheless, you will not eat these that brings up the cup or those that divide the hoop. The camel, because it brings up the cup but does not divide the hoop, it is unclean to you. And the rock badger, because it brings up the cup and does not divide the hoop, it is unclean to you. And the hairy, because it brings up the cup but does not divide the hoop, it is unclean to you. And the swine, Though it divides the hoop and is cloven footed, yet it does not bring up the cup. It is unclean to you. You will not eat their flesh. You will not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. And Aaron said, you will eat of all that are in the waters. Whatever has fins and scales in the waters, in the seas, and in the rivers, those you will eat. And all that do not have fins and scales in the seas and in the river of all that moves in the waters of any living thing that is in the waters, they will be an abomination to you. They will be even an abomination to you. You will not eat of their flesh, but you will have their carcasses in abomination whatever has no fins or no scales in the water that will be an abomination to you and these are those which you will have in abomination among the fowls they will not be eaten they are an abomination the eagle the vulture the osprey the kite the falcon after its kind Every raven after its kind, the arsenic, the falcon, the seagull, the hawk after its kind, the little owl, the cormorant, the great owl, the swamp, the pelican, the fish hawk, the stork, the heron after its kind, the lap wing, and the bat. All wing swarming things that creep going upon all four will be an abomination to you. Yet you may eat these of every flying creeping things that goes upon all four which have legs above their feet to heap with all upon the earth. Even these of these you may eat the locusts after its kind, the locusts after its kind, the beagle after its kind, and the grasshopper after its kind. But all other flying, creeping things which have four legs, I mean, uh, four feet, will be an abomination to you. And for these, you will be unclean. Whoever touches their carcasses will be unclean until the evening. And whoever bears anything of their carcasses, will wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. The carcasses of every beast that divides the hoop and is neither clothing footed nor chews the cub are unclean to you. 
everyone who touches them will be unclean. And whatever goes upon its paws among all manner of beasts that goes on all four, those are unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcasses will be unclean until the evening. And he who bears their um, carcass will wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. These also will be unclean to you among the creeping things that creep upon the earth. The weasel, the mouse, the tortoise after its kind, the ferret, the cameron, the lizard, the snail, and the mole. These are unclean to you among all creep, all that creeps. Whoever touches them when they are dead will be unclean until the evening. And upon whatever any of them when they are dead does fall, it will be unclean. Whether it is any vessel of wood or raiment or skin or sack, whatever vessel it is, in which any work is done, it must be put into water and it will be unclean until the evening. So it will be cleansed. And every earthen vessel into which any of them falls, whatever is in it will be unclean and you will break it. Of all meat which may be eaten, that on which water comes will be unclean and all drink that may be drunk in every vessel will be unclean and everything where upon any part of their carcass falls will be unclean whether it is oven or ranges for pots they will be broken down they are unclean and will be unclean to you. Nevertheless, a fountain or pit in which there is plenty of water will be clean, but that which touches their carcasses will be unclean. And if any part of their carcass fall upon any sowing seed which is to be sown, it will be clean. But if any water is put on the seed, and any part of that carcass falls on it, it will be unclean to you. And if any beast of which you may eat dies, he that touches its carcass will be unclean until the evening. And he that eats of its carcass will wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. He also who bears its carcass will wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. And every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth will be an abomination. It will not be eaten. Whatever goes upon the belly and whatever goes upon all four or whatever has more feet among all creeping things that creeps upon the earth, you will not eat them for they are an abomination. You will not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creeps. Neither will you make yourselves unclean with them that you 
will be defiled therefore, thereby. For I am the Lord your God. You will therefore sanctify yourselves and you will be holy. For I am holy. Neither will you defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. For I am the Lord who brings you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You will therefore be holy, for I am holy. Hallelujah. This is the teaching for the beasts and for the fowl and for every living creature that moves in the waters and of every creature that creeps upon the earth to make a difference between the unclean and the clean and between the beasts that may be eaten and the beasts that may not be eaten. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. I am the Lord your God. I am a holy God. Hallelujah. The next um, um, chapters that we're going to read, which is in the half Torah, which is found in 2 Samuel, the 6th chapter, the 1st through the 7th chapter, and 17th verse. So let me turn to 2 Samuel. Hallelujah. I tell you, glory to your name. 2 Samuel, the 6th um, chapter. Turn to the 6th chapter. The 1st through the 7th chapter and 17th verse. Hallelujah. Again, David gathered all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000, and David got up and went with, the, with all the people who were with him from Bali, Judah, to bring the ark of God up from there, whose name is called by the name of the Lord of hosts, who sits between the cherubim. And they set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadad, that which was in Gilead, and Aza, and Aari, the sons of Abinadad, drove the new cart, and they brought it out of the house of Abinadad, which was at Gilead, accompanying the ark of God. And Ohai went before the ark, and David and the entire house of Israel played before the Lord on all manner of instruments made of wood and on harps and on lyres, on tambourines, on cinstrums, and on cymbals. And when they came to Nacon's threshing floor, Azah put, put out his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it for the oxen shook and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Azah and God struck him there for his error and there he died by the ark of God 
And David was displeased because the Lord has broken out upon Aza the name of the place Perez Aza to this day. And David was awed by the Lord that day and said, How would the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not remove the ark of the Lord for himself into the city of David. But David carried it aside to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittah. And the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittah, three months. And the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. And it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that pertains to him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom into the city of David with gladness. And it was so that when they they who carried the ark of the Lord had gone six paces. He sacrificed oxen and fatlings. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the shofar. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Micah, um, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. And they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it. And David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And as soon as David had made an end of burnt offerings and peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of hosts. And he gave out to all the people among the whole multitude of Israel, as well to the women as men, to each one loaf of bread, one cake, and one raisin cake. Then all the people went, each one to his house. And uh, then David returned to bless his household. And Micah, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaidens, of his servants as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. And David said to Micah, it was before the Lord who chose me over your father and over all his house to appoint me to rule over the people of the Lord, over, um, over Israel. Therefore, I will rejoice before the Lord, and I shall yet be more highly esteemed than that, and will be lowly in my own sight. But of the maidservant of whom you have spoken with them, I shall be held in honor. Therefore, Micah the daughter of Saul 
had no child to this day of her death. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. See, you got to be careful how you speak out against the, 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 the Lord's servant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David told not to build the temple. And it was when the king sat in his house and the Lord has given him rest all around from his from all his enemies that the king said to Nathan the prophet see now I am living in a house of cedar but the ark of God is saying within a curtain a tent and Nathan said to the king go do all that is in your heart for the Lord is with you and it happened that night that the word of the Lord came to Nathan saying, Go and tell my servant David, thus said the Lord, Will you build me a house for me to dwell in? For I have not lived in a house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt to this um, day, but have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle in all the places where I have walked with all the children of Israel that I speak a word with any of the tribes of Israel whom I commanded to feed my people Israel saying why have you not built me a house of cedar now therefore so shall you say to my servant David thus said the Lord of hosts I took you from the sheephold from following the sheep to be ruler over my people over Israel and I was with you wherever you went and have cut off all your enemies out of your sight and have made you a great name like the name of the great men who are in the earth moreover I shall appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them so they can dwell in a place of their own and not move any more. Neither will the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before. And since the time that I commanded judge, judges to be over my people Israel, then I have caused you to rest from all your enemies. Also, the Lord tells you that he will make a house for you. And when your days are fulfilled and you sleep with your fathers, I shall set up your seed after you that will proceed out of your loins and I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I am will be his father and he will be my son. If he sins, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men, but my loving kindness will not depart from him as I took it from Saul, whom I have put away before you. And your house and your kingdom will be established forever before you. Your throne. <clears throat> Your throne, your throne will be established forever. 
Nathan spoke to David according to all these words and according to all this vision. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. The last um, Torah portion reading, which is found in the New Testament portion, which is found in the book of Acts, the 10th chapter. Let me turn to it. The 10th chapter of Acts. I have Acts. I just need to turn to the 10th chapter. 10th chapter. Then I'm going to start at the 9th chapter through um, the 22nd um, verse. And then I'm going to read um, 34 and 35. So first I'm going to read um, Acts the 10th chapter. I'm going to start from 9 through 22nd, and then I'm going to skip on down to the 34th verse and, um, and then read that on um, 34 and 35. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Follow me as I um, read the Torah. And the next day, as those traveling were nearing the city about the sixth hour, and Peter went up on the roof to pray. And he became very hungry and was wanting to eat. And while they were preparing a meal, a trance came over him and he saw heaven opening and something lowering like a great sheep being, uh, being let down by four corners upon the ground and which were all the four-footed animals and reptiles of the earth and birds high. And a voice came to him, Arise, Peter, you must right now kill and eat. But Peter said, Certainly not, Lord, because I never ate anything defiled or unclean. And again, a second time, the voice said to him, What God has you must not declare, unclean and it this happened three times and then the object was immediately taken up into the sky and as Peter was greatly perplexed with himself whatever could be the meaning of the vision which he saw behold the men who were sent by Cornelius as they found out by asking about the house of Simon, uh, um, stood by the gate. And when they called, they asked if Simon, the one called Peter, was a guest that, um, here. And while Peter was pondering about the vision, the spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. So after you get up, you must go down and you must go with them, not doubting that I have sent them. And when Peter went down, he said to the men, Behold, I am the one whom you are seeking. What is the reason for which you are here? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion, a righteous and God-revering man, who is well spoken of even, by the whole nation of the Jewish people was directed by a holy angel to summons you to his house and to hear 
what you have to say. Then having invited them in, he entertained them. And the next day when he got up, hallelujah, glory to your name, Jesus, hallelujah. And um, the next day when he got up, he left with them and some of the brothers from the chapel came with him. Let me stop because I went over. Glory to God. I tell you, this, this is so powerful. I'm going to read down to the 34th um, verse through um, the 35th verse. Then when Peter opened his mouth, he said, in truth, I understand that God does not show partiality. But in every nation, the one who reveres him and works righteousness is acceptable to him. The message which he sent to the children of, um, of Israel when he proclaimed good news of peace through Messiah, Yeshua Messiah, this one is Lord of all. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop there because I don't went past the, the reading of the word. We thank God for the reading of the Torah today. May God richly bless you to the next Torah portion reading, which will um which is next week. And um, next week we're gonna have the two part um Torah portions, which is um Torah portion twenty-seven and Torah portion number um twenty-eight. May God bless you.